Welcome to the IVF Before and After podcast, where we will talk about the emotional roller coaster journey we are about to embark on. Tune in to a series of podcasts on stories and tips to help you feel you are not alone on your fertility or parenting journey. We will openly discuss success and failure. We will attempt to pick you up when you are down and celebrate when your head's in the clouds. Kay Dempsey is your host. You can't wait to get started finding your way through IVF and parenting journey. Thank you for coming back to IVF Before and After podcast. Today I, it's confessions of a mother of IVF babies. I always feel that people don't understand that it's not at, not all beautiful. They see you posting happy happy posts on social media and think a happy ending for the couple. But in reality, it doesn't quite work that way. Being pregnant with a fertility-assisted conception means checking the toilet paper for every blood every time you go to the bathroom. It means taking 10 or more pregnancy tests to make sure the line is positive constantly. It means going to the extremes to do absolutely anything to stay pregnant, which can include taking medications, doing blood works, doing injections. It really is whatever your fertility doctor thinks is best for you and your babies. It means holding your breath every time you go for a scan and they check for a heartbeat. When you're at the maternity unit, you're sitting in the waiting rooms we are filled with, with women who have, have their innocence still intact and you envy them, even though you're pregnant too. But you know you'll never feel the pure bliss that they do. Your mind is constantly wandering to the worst. Will this baby live? Will I get to the full term? Then you think, do I dare buy baby clothes? You go online and you put it in the basket or you wander around the baby section of the shop if you're brave enough. Should you buy the cot? What about the pram? Should it be delivered to the house? Does someone not say it's bad luck? You try to take everyone's advice and stay positive, but knowing positivity doesn't change damn thing. It's a struggle of bonding with the baby when they kick and immediately you're wondering if it'll be the last one you'll ever feel. It's seeing their beautiful little face on the ultrasound and wondering if you'll actually be granted the ability of holding them. Then the day comes when you've long awaited. The IVF baby will be born. You hold your breath. You don't notice a single thing. You're zoned out into the sound, what you're waiting for. It's that glorious scream. Ah, there it is. The moment you've been waiting for. Relief just washes over you. And for a moment you think, this is it. This is it. What is it? It doesn't end there. No, this is when your real mind begins to completely muck you up. This is when you're constantly going back and forth. This is when you start staring at your baby, so incredibly thankful for this new human being, for this human life that was long awaited and secretly it's breaking inside you. You begin the constant battle of feeling happy and heartbroken all at one time. It's feeling guilty for the happiness and feeling guilty for the baby that you couldn't conceive naturally. 
You find yourself staring at your baby, relishing in its existence and strangely being thankful to the fertility team that achieved the miracle for you. You're navigating through life with an IVF baby is exhausting. I still wonder daily if I'll have to ever give them back. It's quite a strange feeling, but that's my feeling. And I know I have to go over that. So the anxiety never ends. Every cold, every virus, you fear, will they be okay? I think that's just being a natural mother. It's no different from being a natural pregnancy to an assisted pregnancy. While life continues, I am in total and complete awe of the fertility treatments at the clinics, all the investigations that are going on in the medical journals that are being read. They're able to create these little bundles of joy. Now these bundles of jo- pure joy they have arrived and I remember back again to when I was pregnant and everyone would say that I'd struggle to get anything done with twins arrived. Remember, being a mum's a full-time job. You'll never get anything done. They're right. I don't even get time to go for a pee. You won't want to focus on anything else. My answer would be, now, I really wish I could focus, but my eyes are like lead due to the sleep deprivation, which, yes, it is killing me. I can't remember the last time I had a solid eight-hour sleep. And my watch keeps telling me that too in the morning. No deep sleep. REM. Some nights it doesn't even tell me that. Then at stages, they're so peaceful. They're so angelic. They're so lovely. How long will it last? The reality is, with any baby, is that you're going to lose sleep over them for one reason or another. And I don't feel it's ever going to stop going to be all their stages throughout their their growing up life. But life at the beginning with them is all about feeding them, winding, crying with them, playing with them, worrying, and simply marvelling at their beauty and the fact that they were once inside me. How could they? I don't even think I look big enough for two. Adjustments. Being a new parent, but always going to take some adjustments in so many ways. As I said, there's one thing for sure, that sleep deprivation is real. The twins for the last two years, before there were 10 months, they were awake every hour to be fed. Now at two years old, we have the task of trying to get them into bed, keep them in bed, but they still wake at two o'clock in the morning and at four and at six. Just to remind us that they're still there, they still need us, they still need their comfort, their love, their cuddle, their early morning bottle. Most of the time I have went went through and I have felt that I absolutely had no idea of what has happened to me. Sometimes I can barely remember what I did the day before, the hour before. And I look around and I say, how do I get anything done that needs to be done? In the past, not that long ago, it got to me and I thought, I'm not getting anything done. But now, so what? So what if it's not done? Does it really, really matter? All of this will become our memories. Memories are there. They're just a recipe. Being a 
a mum, we have this constant guilt. And her dad has guilt too. And what it does, it erodes at your confidence of who you are, what you're doing. You're not good enough. And it strips your identity. But no words can really tell you what it's really like. It's only yourself and how you feel. I don't know if I can tell you how I really feel at times because it's quite harsh and I think I put an awful lot of hurt into myself and I blame myself an awful lot, which I shouldn't. But what we do have are these wonderful memories of when they look at you and when they need you and when they're laughing and smiling. And like everything else, we use our phone and we take pictures and pictures. Don't stop taking the pictures. Continue with the memories. Because one day they will grow up and they won't be little anymore. Well, thank you for listening to the Confessions of a Mum of IVF Babies. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to IVF Before and After on iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review. Head over to the Facebook community page, IVF Before and After, or to the website, www.ivfbeforeandafter.com, for fantastic free stuff.